Hello, welcome to the first episode of Rainbow Tea Time. I'm Sage. I'm Jade. And we're going to get started here. So thanks uh, for listening in. And uh, we're just going to kind of do a little welcome, um, all of that good stuff. So one thing we just kind of mention here, just wanted to start the podcast in the first place, just as a kind of way to get our word, you know, out, just kind of, you know, talk about different things, things going on, um, current events, things like that. Um, so we just thought it might be really fun to kind of do a podcast to kind of talk about all of that. And yeah. Um, anything else you want to add? Jade? Um, not too much. I feel like we just really wanted to start this podcast as a way for us to kind of vent about what's going on in the world and like, because we always have these conversations with just the two of us and we don't have any other input, but I want to get it out there like, you know, everybody's talking about what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I think it's going to be really great. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So I think it'll be fun. Um, all right. So where do we want to get started here? Oh my god, I think we should just do like a general introduction of like ourselves and yeah, like who we actually are. Yeah, you want to take take it away? So my name is Jade. I am a pansexual non-binary, which is super fun in today's climate. So great. I live in a completely red state, which is also fantastic. Um... I live in a small town and it's kind of gotten a bit more difficult to be gay around here and I kind of want to give people the benefit of the doubt but I am still technically in the closet which is again so fun super fun (laughs) oh it's fun um so I'm you want to go now yeah I'm Sage I uh am identifying as a demisexual, uh, queer person. Um, I live in a larger town, not a big town, not a city, nothing like that, but I would say a larger town. It's probably, I don't know, maybe 50-50 red-blue. Out to some friends, but that's pretty much it. Um, More uh, just because I, I don't, I don't just talk about it that often, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so it'll be really nice to kind of talk about it here and just talk about, um, the different issues affecting, you know, the LGBTQ plus community, um, you know, in our different locations. I think that'll be a lot of fun, um, to kind of just talk about some of those issues, um, and really just highlight all of the things that are going on right now. I think the most important thing about this is that, you know, the two of us have a safe place to talk about it and that we're not like kind of shying away from saying the right thing in front of different people and we're just saying like what we want to say right to each other and having it out there so other people can you know maybe gain confidence from it and become more comfortable with talking about also being gay and not just being gay but just like being anything really yeah absolutely i definitely i think it'll just be a really nice you know, place and hopefully, you know, we can build up a little community, uh, in a sense, just, yeah, as like a safe space for people to talk about things. Um, I know growing up, I often didn't particularly feel 
comfortable or able to share my opinions, um, which actually often led to me um, not sharing any opinion at all, and in turn actually had made people think that I didn't have any opinion, um, which was, I mean, just not the case. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, here at in our podcast, we can, you know, open up and just share about really a ton of various topics um, in a way and, you know, make a community and a space that feels safe for people to talk about things that, you know, they might not have a space elsewhere to do so. Um, you know, it's one of the great things I think about the internet and, you know, social media, things like that. There are, you know, starting to become a lot of, a lot more safe spaces and, you know, hopefully we can kind of create that here as well. I'm like freezing cold right now. Sorry, I'm shaking. Oh, you're fine. They turn on the air conditioner, dude. The air conditioning? But it's April. <laughs> freezing here dude in this conservative state we got a lot of freezing hearts here and it just <laughs> it's so chilly <laughs> feeds into it dude I, I mean honestly um yeah so i think like our topic for today what did you want to did you have anything in particular you wanted to start with um well we could just talk about like how we met and yeah. kind of how our friendship evolved to this point that's a good story so I kind of want to start this because I feel like I told you about this before but Sage and I went to college together and you know she was a year ahead of me and whenever we first met we weren't friends but like Sage was more outgoing at the point and like kind of trying to involve everybody we studied archaeology in school and so we were in this kind of like close-knit class system I guess it was because there weren't that many students in that degree and so Sage always tried to like include everybody and make sure everybody was happy and you know and I always thought you know it's like oh my god she's so cool and I want to be her friend so bad (laughs) this is kind of embarrassing but like I like wanted to be friends with you and every chance that I got I was like I want to hang out with her you know I want to know more about her and <laughs> sorry you're good <laughs> and like slowly but surely we actually you know became friends we became close at school but you know Sage graduated a year before I did so I was still at school and every time she would come to town to visit you know we would always invite her over to the apartment that I lived in and we would party and have fun And Sage and I always went off and kind of did our own thing. We would go to, you know, different museums and archaeology lectures. And anytime it seemed like nobody else would want to go, it was just the two of us. It's because they were lame. (laughs) (laughs) We had, like, the same energy, matching energies, dude. But it was any, I guess, like, stupid or, like, weird idea that was, like, deemed weird or stupid. I always thought it sounded so fun because I was like heck yeah let's go do that I want to go to the president's house and take a tour of it for president's day who wouldn't want to do that and so when my graduation was coming up I graduated possibly like the worst time it was 2020 (laughs) 
Which again, Oof. oh my God. Yeah. So I ended up moving back home and like, we all try to keep in contact with each other, but Sage and I were really the only two who kept up that connection. And like, I still talk to some of my friends from school, but Sage is really the one who I felt more of a connection with, I guess, like, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's always kind of interesting, um, you know, hearing like a friend's perspective on like how the friendship starts. So I, I love that. <laughs> um, all right, my turn. So let's see. We'll take it back a little bit here. Um, yeah, I remember the first class that we had together at school. Um, it was like kind of like a more, I don't know how I want to describe it, like a more like self um motivated class like there was like really research based things like that so anyways there was like this big paper we had to do and I was at that point um you know as Jade mentioned I'm was a year ahead so I was um you know kind of almost in a sense like helping out at like the archaeology lab and and stuff like that so anyways I was just you know like trying to like get everybody involved and um and make sure like everybody who was like newer in the program felt like it was a really like comfortable and like safe and fun space to be in um so I would always you know make sure like you know to invite everybody um to like hang out whatever um so anyways you know that was that class and then um, Jade was in the um, the field school, the archaeology field school that we had later on, um, and then that's kind of where I really not got to know Jade um, better. And then you know that's you know we would hang out together, us two, and like a bunch of our other friends. Um, and then, as Jade mentioned, I graduated. And then I left and I ended up getting a job um, a few states away, close enough to drive, but, you know, it was not in the same state. It was a little farther away. Um, and it was my first job. I didn't really end up liking it that much um, and was really having trouble just kind of like, I don't know, like making friends. The people I worked with weren't very nice. Some of them weren't. Um, so I was just kind of struggling. Um, honestly, like not my favorite job not my favorite time um but you know Jade was always there for me and really helped me through a lot of the tough times that I was having um and so I always really appreciated that Jade was very good about like you know texting me and, and keeping up with texting because I'm not always the best with keeping up with texting um so that was really that was really nice and it was just really nice to know that like I still had like really great connections with people back at school um and yeah I would go over when I would come up to uh to school and uh, we'd hang out and I would often fall asleep on the couch because <laughs> drunk yeah true. drunk That's sleep true. on our couch yep I'll admit it guilty <laughs> um but yeah I would because I would often like wake up at like 6 a.m to like get to work early and then I would drive like three hours to get back to school and then we would like try to stay up until like midnight so I was always like falling asleep on the couch <laughs> but we always had like the best times and it was just so fun um I absolutely 100% agree about our 
connection with like just doing like fun crazy like random things um like going to the president's house to to do a tour it was okay so like it was a tour where they were dressed up in period costume like why wouldn't i want to go to that i'm just saying why wouldn't anybody not want to go to that exactly like it was so fun it was so cool and i had a great time I'm also, like, glad we went because that was, like, literally, like, a month before the pandemic started. That, yeah, it was, like, pretty much exactly a month before they were all like, yeah, you're going home and you're never coming back you're, to school. You're just not coming back. It was wild. Um, but that was a lot of fun. So that's kind of, you know, and then since then we've uh, stayed really good friends. And, I mean, I, I like, text you, like, literally every day. <laughs> every second of the day it's so annoying no I'm just kidding (laughs) I think really the pandemic kind of strengthened or weakened a lot of friendships it could could have it really could have gone either way but my experience with friendships I moved around when I was a kid and so quite a few of my friendships are through online texting so it was easier for me to be like oh well I could just text her every day and like, it wasn't a weird thing for me, but it was, like, kind of been weird for other people. Like, oh, we're just texting every day. We're not really friends. But, like, it's weird how other friendships form. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of, like, seeing that. Yeah, I think, like, I definitely did not have the same experience with, like, you know, keeping up, like, with friends over, you know, digital means. Um, but I think with the way like our conversations just kind of like flow through texting like I even though like I like what see you in person like once a year at this point um and like we FaceTime and whatever um occasionally but you know even even so I'm not seeing you in person very often it doesn't feel like we're away in person that like for that long of time um if that makes sense makes sense to me but (laughs) I don't know that's just how it's easier for me to form friendships that way I guess but like whenever I do form friendships that way I think they seem a bit stronger than what they do when they are in person to me oh that's interesting but I know that's like different for everybody else excuse me it's allergy season guys oh my god oh it seriously is mine are always struggling (laughs) It was easier for me to form friendships in that way because I can see all the messages. I can, like, actually read what that person is feeling. I have a hard time reading people, like, face-to-face. And so through messaging, it's, like, kind of weird because I can get the sarcasms. I can get the jokes. I can get everything. But face-to-face, it's until I know, know that person, it's, like, I'm still trying to figure everything out. I feel like that makes sense. Like, and I think too, one of the great things about, you know, having, you know, having a, you know, more digital is like, I mean, like I, I I will forget things. So sometimes it's nice to be able to be like, oh yeah, like (laughs) you sent it a message. Like, don't worry. Like (laughs) it's there. Got to go back and fact check. Got to fact check myself. You got to fact check. I'm just saying, you know, 
I never said that. Yes, you did. <laughs> that and sending uh, like memes and videos and whatever. That's obviously so key. I love sending memes so much. It's so good. It's such like a key part of our generation. It really is. And it's like a just amazing, you know, thinking about how much, you know, in our in our generation, in our, you know, time technology and things like that have changed i mean like meme wasn't a word until like i don't even know i it was not a word when i was born at least not that i'm aware of um <laughs> i don't think so but right, I'm, I'm looking i mean we could be wrong I'm looking it up who sent the first meme yeah. it's mark zuckerberg sending memes to his non-existent friends <laughs> Oof. he just got roasted snap snap the history of meme word origins. Merriam Webster. Oh. Uh oh. Um, let's see. How what's Here the history? Is. Meme isn't new. Oh no. It dates oh. to evolutionary biologist Richard Dawkins' nineteen seventy six book, The Selfish Gene, where it functioned with a meaning other than its current most common one. In dog Dawkins' conception of the term, it is a unit of cultural transmission. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I thought it was going to be some, like, Shakespeare. Cause I thought Shakespeare so invented everything. Oh, he invented real. all the words. I have the same birthday as Shakespeare. Fun fact. I have the same birthday as Gene Simmons. Ooh. Um, also, Fun for fact. our audience, this was from um, merriamwebster.com, The History of Meme. Um, so just, you know, cite my sources here. <laughs> you can't forget that. They're going to come for you. They're going to sue you for all that you're gonna worth. They're going to come for me. $2. And um, they're going to find me. Um, also, this is, you know, Merriam Webster is not sponsoring this video. <laughs> I don't think they ever will, but... <laughs> But may- There's always hope. Yeah, maybe they will. Maybe they'll sponsor us. I don't know. Maybe they'll be like, Please? wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't even own a dictionary, but I I could. I used to own a dictionary. I have a French to English dictionary. Does that count? I have a dictionary from the third grade and it had the world's longest word in it. Is it super califragilistic expialidocious? No, it took up like three pages in the dictionary. Dude, and what is the point? <laughs> I don't know. It was just a bunch of letters strung together. I don't know what it meant. Literally, and somebody... I didn't really care. Somebody just like wanted to waste time doing that. I Honestly. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's me. Me doing anything. Just wasting time. I mean... Being a waste of space. That is my reason for survival is just to be a waste of space and to annoy people. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. I like to be petty. Oh. It's just just Virgo things. <laughs> just Virgo things, guys. Just Virgo things. <laughs> um and I think it's my star sign. I can't help it. I think what's um, cool about doing the podcast um, that I think is going to be really fun, um, I think it just gives us a lot of flexibility, which I think will be cool. Um, also, I think it will be fun to like run audio files, I don't know, and like 
edit them. I don't know. I feel like that could be fun. Maybe that's just me, but... <laughs> Learning. Learning new things. Yeah. We'll get the hang of it eventually. I mean, we ha- gotta. Oh my gosh. I literally... Like, I have, like, too many hobbies. Like, I'm the person who has, like, 65 hobbies and can't, for whatever reason, pick just one. I only get, like, barely good at any of them and then move on. I feel like that's a lot of Gen Z because we weren't held accountable for a lot of stuff. But that is, I dropped so much money on stupid stuff. This is probably why that I can't, this is why I can't afford rent because I'm buying spending $100 here on knitting, spending $100 mm-hmm. on sculpting, and it's just it's just sitting in a drawer. <laughs> I get it. And I feel like, too, like, I mean, just, you know, obviously, like, this is kind of a large generalization, but I think just with the state of things and how everything's going, I think it it can be very difficult to find energy in your free time to do a lot of the projects like I know for myself I actively like want to do a lot of the projects or like different you know crafts or whatever and I am just exhausted and I often feel like I just need to like have a brain break I guess I'll call it like and so I end up like unfortunately I end up scrolling and scrolling and scrolling it's it's terrible so I think part of it for me at least is just having a hard time getting and finding the motivation um just because I feel like I'm you know kind of overworked and also just general stress about a lot of other current events and other things that are happening so you and I make good friends but we're also toxic to each other because a lot of those videos are the ones that I send you and the videos that I watch are the ones that you send me (laughs) I was like, I gotta watch all these because they're hilarious. Dude, I send good videos. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they're amazing. I don't know how you find them, but my god, I gotta find the. I got the algorithm. It's like set up just perfectly now. Hundred percent. So I can find all of the best videos. Perfect for everyday. Oh, use. it is, and I send them to like <laughs> you and. Um, a few like mostly you and like a few other people I'll send like certain videos to um I have like the top three people that I know they're gonna get this they're gonna find it hilarious and everybody else like some of them I'm like no I'm not gonna send it you're not you're not gonna like it just send just send some dog videos to them some cat videos there's stuff on the internet for everybody (laughs) oh my god hopefully this podcast will be one of them oh honestly um <laughs> yeah so i think the the podcast platform is is going to be really fun um yeah because I, well, i'm not gonna lie um i don't know how to use tiktok i don't have tiktok um so oops <laughs> i don't have a tiktok either and at this point i'm too embarrassed to ask how or to learn how to use it so I'm just like, if people ask, have you seen that TikTok? I just say yes. Understandable. Because I probably have. I've probably seen it on the Instagram reels or on the Facebook video mm-hmm. things. And I feel like, too, at least for me personally, um, I already go on a rabbit hole on Instagram. So I can only imagine how much worse it would be on TikTok. So I am not allowing myself to get it mainly for that reason. <laughs> 
Um, so I have banned myself from TikTok because of that. Um, I mean, and also in the news, like TikTok's like, I mean, states are like trying to ban it right now and like all kinds of stuff. So that's like a whole thing. I think it was Minnesota tried banning yeah, it. Yeah, it was like Minnesota recently. or like they had like a Montana whole... or one of those ones that starts with M. Yeah, one of the M states. I don't know all my states. I know my states, but I don't. I don't. But, but also no. <laughs> But also, no. Like, that's how that works. 100%. Literally, like, I I don't even know what's going on with that. And I think I just heard that they are in that law, whichever state it was, um, wanted to switch out the word in the law or whatever, or the bill, um, from TikTok to social media. So, like, so instead of just targeting TikTok, I would, like, also target social media as well. Um, So that was kind of interesting. I don't know how they would even get away with banning all social medias. I get getting it for, like, banning it for certain age groups, maybe. Right. Because, like, there is a lot of content that's way too much for young kids and a lot of older people. Right. Because my grandparents watch a lot of YouTube, and there's some videos that I don't ever want to, ever want them to see. Like, (laughs) right now it's just mowing videos, and it's, (laughs) but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, so I don't really know. It'll be interesting. I'll, you know, try to keep myself updated on on that whole story just to kind of see how that pans out. Um, It'll be interesting to see. Sorry about that. My headphone died. Dude, that happens to me all the time. Technology's great. All the time. Okay. So we chose to do a podcast because I don't know how to operate a video camera. (laughs) (laughs) I am just laying out my incompetence for everybody to know. (laughs) That's my weakness. You put me on a game show and they're like, know how to use this camera. Nope. Not going to do it. I'm going to lose a million dollars. Instant fail. <laughs> Instant fail. It's been no, ages I just... since I used a video camera. Like, ages. She's 75 years old and it's been it's ages. Been ages. Um, Forever and ever ago. I also, you know, too, like, you know, instead of doing YouTube, like, we're not in the, we're, like, not in the same area. So, like, that's kind of hard, too. Um... Yeah, it would just be kind of like a video side to side. We live in two different states. Yeah, so it would be kind of like, like, I don't know, it would be like watching a Zoom call. (laughs) (laughs) We've done enough of that. Yeah. (laughs) No more Zoom. I want to ban Zoom. Why can't they ban Zoom instead of TikTok? (laughs) Just ban Zoom. We're done with it. Just ban it. I'm sorry, Zoom, but (laughs) I just, you're a great, you're a great program. But uh, I just, I mean, honestly, I, I just can't, I mean, I just, Zoom meetings, I, I I was getting Zoomed out, you know what I mean? After a while. Zoomed yeah. out? For real. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like YouTube would have just been like too much, I guess. It would have been a lot more complicated. And then like, I'd have to like. I don't know. Look nice for the camera. I'm not doing that. 
I'm in my pajamas right now. My hair's all yeah. wet. I just took a shower. Like, it's not, it's too much work. That's all you guys are getting from me. I'm lazy. <laughs> and I'm not sorry about Audio it. Audio only. I also, I also don't own a camera. <laughs> and I'm a very poor Gen Z. Yeah. Cannot do I it. I used to have a digital camera. Um, but it was honestly pretty bad quality. Um, well, I mean, it was good quality when I got it in like, I don't know, 2007, but (laughs) it's not good quality now. It's just like, takes very grainy photos. And I have a friend who, I don't know what he was even doing. He wanted to like adjust no, he, I don't even know. I, I, I couldn't tell you. He wanted to, like, make it a red, an infrared filter or something. I, listen, he's a tech person, not me. I don't really know. Um, so, anyways, he was, like, looking for a camera to, like, strip down to, like, make it into, like, an infrared camera. So, I was just like, yeah, you can, you can use this one. Like, it's fine. <laughs> So I no longer own a camera. I have my little camera built into my laptop, but I doubt that would work. That would not, that would not be okay. Your laptop might. You got to get that like high quality. Oh yeah. Your laptop might like take off. (laughs) Honestly, it sounds like a jet engine right now. (laughs) It's a Mac and it sounds like it's going to die. I don't hear it on here, (laughs) but. Okay. It is. It's from 2015. It's struggling. So it is on the struggle bus. It, I'd love it, though. I believe in it. I believe in the dream. I believe in it. I believe that it will survive. Love it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> do you want to take a quick break? Yeah, let's do it. Kind of gather our thoughts for the next half, I yeah, guess. Segment. All right. We are back from our little break, have gathered our thoughts. So we are, of course, this is the very first episode of our podcast. Anybody's going to be nervous. And I know, like, especially in, like, speech classes and people are getting up there for the very first time, you can just hear Mm -hmm. in their voices and you just, like, kind of feel so bad for them. And, like, it's okay to be nervous. It's okay to admit it here we were always told not to say that in speech classes like don't tell the audience that you're nervous (laughs) it's like they're gonna figure it out they're gonna figure it out they're gonna know like i don't care if they know i'm nervous i feel like in speech classes like they and like i understand like maybe it's like a like i don't know like a fake it till you make it thing or like a confidence thing or something but like also like it's okay to be nervous like there is nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with people for being nervous I don't know I just feel like in schools and in a lot of places we're not normalizing um I don't know I guess like feelings that aren't super positive happy all the time you know like you know people are always like oh you're sad like how can I help you feel better and it's like why am I like not that people necessarily want to be sad, but sometimes like you just got to feel sad and sit with the emotion and and understand like why you're feeling that way. And then you can feel better. Same with like being nervous, like, you know, just sit with it, be with it and then kind of, you know, understand like, OK, like this is why I'm feeling nervous. And then you can kind of move forward from there. And I think a lot of people want to just 
want other people to like kind of just like brush things under the rug and bury them yeah it it's okay to be nervous it's okay it's okay this is our podcast I don't care if you're nervous. I don't care if I'm nervous. I don't care if anybody says, well, I can hear you being nervous in your voice. I know. Thank you. I know that. Yeah. And I feel like in the first episode of anything, even if you watch, I don't know, like YouTubers, you see in their earlier videos, they're kind of stiff and they haven't really found their voices yet. Mm -hmm. Their voices. But (laughs) we'll get there. Everybody gets there. Even if like, anybody else wants to start a podcast it's okay to be nervous you know you don't have to jump out of the gate like oh my god I'm not nervous at all I'm you know perfection I have to be perfect Mm -hmm. every single second you can that's fine but just know it's okay everybody's human like absolutely I feel like um you know something that is just going to be really great about our podcast is hopefully you know we can just encourage or inspire other people to want to start a podcast like if you've been thinking about it um if you have some you know friends or even like by yourself you've just been thinking about doing a podcast like and you have you know a couple bucks to spare for like a microphone um go for it you know like just go for it um it's i think for at least for me um i think it's just going to be a really great way for me to build I don't know like personal confidence you know it's a way it's a way to build that and I think that's going to be really great um so yeah like it's totally okay to be nervous but if it's something you want to do just like you know go for it I think I've spent personally I've spent a lot you know too much of my life not doing things that I wanted to do because I was nervous or because I you know I was like oh like none of my friends want to do it with me so like I'm not gonna do it um and you know I'm just kind of I'm kind of over that now and like if I want to do it like I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna do it Sage will say yes to anything I suggest (laughs) just putting that out there I have a lot of weird ideas like you know she'll say yes to them all I feel like you know if you are my personal opinion um if you're like offered an opportunity that is safe let me just preface with that like safe um (laughs) you know you're not gonna get hurt nobody else is gonna get hurt things like that like I feel like if you can assess mindfully assess the opportunity that's being presented and you know assess for yourself like yeah this is safe for me this is safe for other people um, and it's something I, I think could be fun or interesting, um, you know, then, yeah, I, I am more inclined to say like, yeah, that could be really cool. Um, kind of like a little brief mini story on that is a friend of mine, um, was like, we were texting one day and he was like, Hey, um, do you want to ring in a handbell choir? And I was like, yeah, why not? Because um, I thought that, that could be fun. I, I've never rang handbells, so why not? Um, we have now been in the handbell choir for two seasons. So, you know, I just kind of tried it on a whim, like thought, mm, yeah, why not? Um, and I really love it. So sometimes I think it is good to just kind of, you know, 
if you have an opportunity presented, assess its safety for yourself and others and your interest level. And if it's a yeah, just kind of go for it. I know whenever I came to Sage with the idea of a podcast, it was like, she was the first person that came to mind. I was like, you know, she would be the one who would want to do this with me and like create this kind of space for ourselves because Sage was actually the person, like the very first person that I came out to. So this was the person who I felt comfortable doing this podcast with and I can't imagine doing it with anybody else. Yeah. No, I think absolutely. Like, you know, you suggested it and I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, that seems fun. Like, I had thought in, like, the past just kind of like, oh, like, what if I, like, like, what if I started a podcast? Like, what if I did that? Um, And then, you know, Jade brought it up and I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, that sounds fun. Um, So we kind of just, like, I don't know, went for it and started talking about, you know, names and, and, you know, like, what we're going to talk about and all that kind of stuff. And I really think, you know, we have a great great basis and we'll just continue to find our voice find our you know niche as we kind of move along and this isn't like a one topic kind of podcast this is kind of just how our lives are how that interacts with the world around us gonna have some like kind of fun stuff in there too but because right now the current state of things I know that it is getting bad in a lot of states especially if you pay attention to the news in Tennessee it Mm -hmm. Florida as well it's getting bad where I'm at and you know they're just now passing anti-trans bills they're thinking about doing an anti-drag bill next year and so a lot of us who are gay who are trans who are you know we're losing our voices we are losing we're losing it and I feel like the internet is a good place to to be, I guess. But again, with TikTok being wanting to be banned, we're losing that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like, you know, just kind of, you know, what we're talking about, about losing voices and, and stuff like that. Like, it, it, it's scary. It's concerning. Um, you know, there's certainly a lot of people on the internet who are voices for the community, the LGBTQ plus community and a, all other kinds of communities as well. Um, but, you know, it is, it's really, you know, kind of scary to see that people are getting silenced in a, you know, really wide variety of ways. Um, so, you know, I think kind of part of both of our goals for the podcast was to, hopefully be some voices um with some of these you know topics that we'll we'll discuss and and things so I think it'll be really good just to get everything out there just to talk about it just to get the ball rolling you know where I live it it's very conservative people don't like gay people and it's scary you know when I go to work about you know the Bud Light controversy people come in and well, I'm not buying that anymore because they're putting the funny people on it. And that, yeah. And I've started wearing a rainbow heart on my shirt at work, which is not the best idea, but 
I'm still going to do it. I have gained a bit more confidence, actually, since just coming out to Sage, because it's not just, like, in my head anymore. It's out there with somebody else, with somebody that I trust. And now it's out there for the internet to hear. Yeah. But, you know, when I go into work, people are always talking about the Bud Light. They're talking about putting rainbows on things and why can't the gays just keep to themselves and why are they shoving it down our throats? That's my favorite (laughs) one. It's so stupid. It's just so stupid. But there are very few people who come into that store who I would trust with this information but that is very few and very far yeah between yeah I know you know where I'm at definitely different um you know group of people different uh demographic here um and I would say overall there's probably a good portion of people who would be fine with you know LGBT plus but i will say there are still a good portion of people here who are not um there's been quite a big pushback in local schools about um removing books in the school libraries that have any topic related to lgbtq communities at all um there's been um in some of the schools removal of forced removal of all pride flags of any sort from all classrooms um so all teachers were forced to remove them um against their desires to not remove them um and some of the communities were actually kind of giving away because kids were getting like pride stuff taken away at least that's what i was understanding of course this could have been you know more of a rumor i don't know for sure but um there were some other people in the community who were making sure that students had access to, um, like, pride, you know, items, whether they're little flags, little pins. Um, and it was a really nice, like, outreach of the community because they were, no, um, you know, they knew that, like, a lot of students were getting um, those things kind of taken away from them. Um, so it was really nice to see that some members of the community did kind of fight back and make sure that students had access and made sure that students knew that there were people in the community who really care about them. Um, Because I can't even, honestly, I cannot imagine, you know, after years of it being like fine in your school and then suddenly it's not fine. I I can't imagine that. Um, You know, when I was in high school, I don't really think any of the LGBT stuff had been, like, passed. Like, I don't even know. Did did it get passed in 2015? Um, gay marriage stuff? Not that I can yeah, I really, really recall. Exactly. I didn't... I was... I identified as bisexual, like, when I was in high school, but I wasn't... I always just assume, like, oh, I'm just going to get married to a guy, have a bunch of kids, just like everybody else in my area. But now it's like, I want to identify as, you know, pansexual is what I am. And, like, even when, because I'm thinking back, like, at school, 
of course the rainbow flags weren't a problem where I was because nobody was out Mm -hmm. nobody was talking about it nobody was like nobody was openly gay and like the people who were openly gay after graduation they had already moved and were long gone and so I can't think of any you know like teachers who would have had pride items in their classrooms it just wasn't really a yeah, thing, I, was just I guess. Say it, like when I was in school, like I don't like it. Like wasn't really a thing. Like people just didn't have them up. I feel like people weren't talking about it. It wasn't as vocalized, at least not where I was. You know, watching news or whatever. Um, you know, not that I was aware of, but um, so you know, when I was in school, there weren't really any pride flags around. Nobody's really talking about it. Um, I remember literally I only knew one person in my high school who was like openly out um and it was like this whole big shock and the whole school was like oh my gosh and um it was this whole ridiculous like overreaction thing from so many people um to be quite honest but um like you know that person was the only person I knew Um, so, you know, I can't imagine going through high school now where, like, it has been in recent years very, like, people have been open and accepting and, like, it's been, like, you know, pretty positive to all of a sudden, like, basically an entire 180. Um, and now people are scared. They're worried for themselves. They're worried about their safety, um, or, you know, a safety of a, you know, family member or friend who's in the community. And it upsets me that people are probably feeling very unsafe to talk about it again when I feel like people were just feeling safe enough to talk about it. And it might not seem like too big of a deal to like, oh, just take the rainbow flags out of the classrooms. But a lot of those items like the pins, the flags, the buttons, it can be reassuring. It can be you know, a thing of comfort to have that on yourself, to have it on your shirts, your backpacks, your notebooks. I feel like, too, like, you made a great point, um, Jade, earlier about um, just saying, like, it almost didn't, like, you could, like, almost, like, basically gaslight yourself into thinking, like, you're not a part of the community until you actually, like, say it out loud, and it's like, oh, yeah like no so I think that's like a whole part of it too is you know people aren't having aren't able to have you know pins the buttons whatever and like that might just be yeah as you said like something to you know that feels comforting it's validating really and I think um you know so many people grew up without validation um for that so you know just having a little reminder like I know for myself too like I I was kind of like just always like gaslighting myself into like no like you just you're like just faking it or whatever like I don't know but like I know that that's not true but you know it can be like for me personally it can be easy to kind of get myself in like a oh you're just overreacting you're just thinking too much into it kind of a a mindset even though like I know deep down that that's just not the case you're just a <gasps> fake gay How dare you how dare you (laughs) um also kind of like 
back to where the pins are. I have one on my shirt at work. Again, really stupid. I don't know why I do it, but I do. I get a little sassy sometimes and I'm like, nobody can stop me from being pansexual and gay. But every time that it's like brought up at the store or at home, every time that I say something that's pro-gay, the question is, uh, what are you, gay? And, you know, here, I don't deny it, but I never, like, I never say, like, well, yeah, I am gay. I'm just saying, like, oh, well, I have friends who are, and I never quite confirm or deny if I am or not. And if people really stop to think about it, it's like, hmm, it's a little suspicious. Yeah, I feel like here it's kind of... You know, it's really just a mixed bag. Some people will definitely react more like what you were just saying, and then other people will be like, oh, yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you kind of have to be careful anywhere, really, about who you're talking to. And, like, I hate that question so much. Just, uh, what are you, gay? Like, why why does it matter so much? Like, why are people so concerned about that like I, I'm just like not sure why people are so concerned like, you don't need to know what's going on in my head just know that I don't like <laughs> you anymore <laughs> I don't like you anymore you're not my friend you can't be my friend you can't be part of the yeah, cool ew. people club but if you look up gay bars in the state that I'm in just like communities mm-hmm. I guess there's only Oof. one gay bar in my state Yikes. yeah so it will be kind of hard to find a community of like-minded people unless I go into the bordering sure. states I'm somewhat near a larger major city so definitely have more options up where I'm at as far as those kinds of like community spaces are um but even so i mean they're not like they're not like everywhere you know like they're not like all over the place so it's definitely still like you'd need to find a community and and um kind of seek that out um so and so this podcast is my safe place to talk about it since i don't really have anywhere to go with it aside from going to sage with this no, I think it's great, and I, I really just hope that this can be a, a nice, safe space for people um, who might be in a similar situation. Um, I feel like, you know, our as our podcast hopefully grows, get some community um, behind the podcast, we can, you know, of course, always set up different things, like a Discord server or whatever, um, for, like, people to chat and stuff, because I want to create, like, a nice space for everyone i'm also expecting some yeah. hate and i can't wait because <laughs> you know how much i love comments on facebook and instagram i have so many screenshots of just really stupid oh, hateful you send comments me stuff all the time that i send to sage all the time just like, can you believe this look at this idiot <laughs> if you'd if you have said something mean on the internet it's probably saved to my phone <laughs> and i have laughed about it <laughs> just it feels like me. also too like 
you know, I don't know. I'm just kind of one of those people that it's like, if it's not affecting you directly, like, just, just like, leave it alone. Just leave it alone. You know, like, I just, I just, I want people to, I don't know, just be nice to each other. Like, there's already so many other things going on, like, I don't know. Like, really? Like, people are going to go around, like, dropping hate comments? Like, come on, man. That brings up a great point, because there is so much going on. Do we really need to pass an anti-drag bill? What are they doing? What are they hurting? The anti-gay bills, anti-trans bills, anti-us you know bills, it is should be the least, the last issue that is ever dealt with because my god i'm not hurting anybody by being pansexual i'm not hurting anybody by being non-binary i'm not going out there beating people up and just right you know just because i'm gay right exactly like personally for me like i've identified as demisexual for quite a long time now um and like i'm sorry is that like offend like is that offending people like you know like what is that it's doing nothing and you know like if i want to use she they pronouns like who is that hurting like i'm just not sure just one thing to focus on in the crap storm (laughs) that is it's like not wrong we have to focus on the gaze it's just we can't focus on anything else nothing else is going on that we it's just know exhausting. I mean, truly. And, you know, certainly, like, my stories or my experiences are, you know, this is to not compare my experiences to anybody else's. Because I know there are, you know, literally, like, thousands of other people who have similar experiences to me, who have um, even more challenging experiences than me. Um, but I just figured, too, this would just hopefully be a great way to kind of open up about you know my challenges um place for jade to talk about her challenges whatever um and just like a space to really to talk about it get it out there um and just kind of i don't know honestly just like point these things out shed light on them hopefully because i'm an american and you can't silence (laughs) me doesn't that sound familiar speech Heck yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So to end things, I guess, we're just two gay idiots who want a safe place to talk. I mean, that's pretty much everything. Like, Yeah, good summary. I like that summary. We're not idiots. We're not idiots. We're smart people. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, moving forward, we're hoping to kind of just talk more about um lgbtq plus issues um other current events that are going on i know we have a few ideas kind of you know rolling around in the brain um and then we'll also definitely sprinkle in some funny stories things like that and maybe just have a few episodes about a couple other random topics uh just because we think it'd be fun to talk about um so that's kind of kind of kind of the future here i think so and i hope that this inspires anybody else to start their own yeah exactly you know to start the discussion to fight back against Mm -hmm. the man 
It's always a man we're fighting against, by the way. The it patriarchy. Is. <laughs> Gotta fight him right in the oh, patriarchy. Right. But yeah, I really hope that, you know, this helps people, that it helps us, and it kind of opens the floor to discuss things that are going on in the news, that are going on in our country. The United States, the greatest country ever. That, Yeah. Just got a giggle out of that one. But I really hope this does help people that Yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be great. Exactly. Get everything out there. Vent, yell, scream mm-hmm. at the top of our lungs. Awesome. Well uh thanks everyone uh, for tuning in. Um and we hope to see you on the next episode. I don't know you, but I love you. Stay safe.